I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You are now listening to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. G'day guys. On today's show, we're going to be covering all things halfback, the number sevens uh, for the next half hour or so. Uh, we're going to be talking through the four highest owned, our thoughts on those, uh, the premium mid-price maniacs and the cheapies, and we're going to reveal our own halfbacks. I'm your host, the Supercoach Brain, and I'm joined by my co-host, the Supercoach Matrix. Matty, halfback seems pretty simple this year. Yeah, straightforward. Oh, I wish I could just go Cleary and Hines and, and walk away. But um, yeah, it's a bit more complicated than that. But um, It is. Yeah. We're not going to overthink it, though. No, I don't think so, mate. So uh, let's get stuck in. But before we do, if you love our content, make sure to hit the subscribe button, hit the like, drop a comment, turn those notifications on to support the channel so you don't miss any future videos. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts, click that follow button. Um, Maddie, highest owned. Let's kick that off. I was like, why are you so obsessed with me? 53% of super coaches are obsessed with Nathan Cleary. So take the floor. So he should be. Um, he's 840K, which might sound like a lot, but it's a discount for a player of Nathan Cleary's caliber. Like spending that for a halfback isn't a big deal. Um, he's had scores over one PPM and one of the best caption, captain options in the comp. It's hard to talk about him ever having a rough draw when they've pretty much any time in the last few years, they've always been the best, the best team in the comp. Um, yeah, he just keeps playing to put away bad teams when he played. I tried to find something to talk about with him. He once scored 225 against the Titans, averages 95 against them, and averages 90 against the Knights. I just, yeah, he, like, you can talk about Latrell just being, like, you know, playing in those really tough matches and getting better. Clearly he's good no matter who he plays. Yeah, I mean, 
the last three seasons, he's averaged 83, 108, and 80. So for probably one of the best players in the game at the moment, one of the best halfbacks in the game, you can lock him up at a discount, like you mentioned, and uh, you can basically just not think about that position for the rest of the season. And you can also There's... probably not have to think too hard about your captain either each week. There's so many positions that you should focus on generating cash in. Halfback, don't overplay your hand. Just get Nathan Cleary in your team and VC or see him every week. Fun fact, did you know that the only... Or do you want to take a guess at the only team that Nathan Cleary hasn't scored 100 against in Supercoach? The Brisbane Broncos. No. Nah. 151 <laughs> against the Broncos. Uh <laughs> Melbourne Storm, 85, top score. That would make sense. Mm. So uh, I'm still taking him. It doesn't stop me. <laughs> Lock him in. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, more than half it. of us are. So, mate, the next guy, uh, and essentially this has been a really big talking point in the half position because you, you're picking a guy that's one of the most expensive players in the game in Nico Hines. Uh, 27% of people are. I actually think that's dropped since we did these notes. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to quickly look it up. But he's at 902,000. It's actually gone up. It has gone up. Okay. That would have gone up over the weekend. That's for sure. Because uh, he was, he put on a clinic in both trials in the first and second week of the trials. Um, That's why people are jumping back on him. I'm I'm one of those people. I initially called him a fade. I called him somebody that I know he will be great. I know he'll be one of the top halves in the, in the competition, but you're paying 902,000. I felt like there's a good chance he could drop in cash. And I still do think that you can, that, you can pick him up for a little bit of a discount at, round, at the end of round three because um, his first three rounds are against top eight teams from last season. So I understand the logic there. But he scored more than 60 in 78% of his games last year. He's been doing some goal-kicking training with Dan Carter from the All Blacks. Um, Sharks looked awesome in the second trial, absolutely clinical. Um, and then from round three, four, and five, they've got the Raiders, St. George, and Warriors into their buyer. So uh, it it's it's really hard to go against him and you've got to have some big balls to do it. But I can also understand why you would not want to spend 902 and you'd want to probably go to someone like a Tanner Boyd who we'll talk about soon. Um, do you have Nico at the moment? No. <laughs> Loaded question. No, I don't. But I'm playing draft. Had the second pick about an hour ago and I took Nico. So the only thing that's stopping me from having Nico is that price. And I think that I can get him at a discount and having a little bit cheaper option as my second half back there just makes my whole team so much better. Um, I really like your team and I really like that you have found a way to have Cleary and Hines. And I hope some of your cheaper options in some of your forwards and that really pay off. But my team looks so much better without Nico. So did mine. Uh, that you know, taking him out and being able to go a little bit cheaper, or even go down to another guy, we'll we'll talk about. Um, I won't ruin it just yet, but you can do so much with three hundred grand. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that's the difference between me having a premium front row like Cotter or Tarpany. Uh, or six hundred again, if you go yeah, that way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. Uh, or having Holmes and Toto instead of having to pick one or the other, you know, or being able to uh, afford Latrell or something like that. So you can do a lot with your team. You can kind of even it out a little bit more without him. But I I do like my team with him in it at the moment. Um, He's got the, I think, one of the best base and create averages uh, in the competition of 62, which is six more than Cleary. Um, 
and he scored 430 more points than the second best half last year in Mitchell Moses. That's a lot of points, man. 430 points. Um, They're asking you to shell out for it, though. I'm happy to pay for it. Um, at this stage, I think I can justify paying to, to make sure that I get that consistency, and I don't have to trade him out either. I'll just leave him there. Uh, half's a really high upside position. He scores 180 for fun. Hopefully it's raining a little bit in the first few rounds for Nico so he can get wet hair, Nico. Um, I'll be Luscious all over Sexiest man in leg, did you? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Cam Murray's up there. but yeah, Nico I, thought, Hines... I thought Paddy Garrett going to be up there. It just looks like yeah. a real man mountain. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Mate, next guy. We can quickly brush over this one, really, can't we? Oh, fuck. Oh, oh. Okay, that's horrible. I just can't see Isaiah Katoa lining up round one. Maybe he should, but Uncle Wayne's not going to let it happen. Uncle Wayne, like, will never allow that to happen. He's got his boy Milford there, he's got Sean O'Sullivan. Isaiah Katoa is not going to be starting round one. If he is, I will readjust my team and find myself with some extra money somewhere. And this 215k cheapy that we all hope emerges will but it's so much easier to go from one of these other guys to a 200k cheapy than it is to have a 200k cheapy team list pops around and then suddenly you need to hit panic stations and find yourself with some decent coin to get somebody that's going to play nrl football this year yeah when when he gets a run you oh. to get him in then yeah uh, and look in round one if he gets named and Wayne Bennett has an aneurysm or something and, um, you know, something doesn't make sense, but he gets named instead of someone else. And, yeah, great, have a look. But, no, don't. he's a placeholder for most people, I assume, at this point in time. Yeah, but why would you have a 200K placeholder when you've got nowhere to go unless you have a 200K placeholder and you have 220 in the bank? I legit Just think what? these people are spending this money elsewhere and I don't understand why Isaiah Katoa is on their radar. Yeah, it'll be turmoil on t- Teamless Tuesday when he doesn't get named. Oh, and then Absolute suddenly you have, to, you have to go from a Cotter or a Tarpany to Saifidi just to get, I don't know, the next yeah, player we're talking about. Player. Yeah. Tanner Boyd. Yep. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a big yeah. fan of Tanner Boyd. He's an 80% goal kicker, um, which is pretty, pretty rare, really. We know that the Titans are going to put up some points. They're going to leak a ton of points. Uh, but they're going to score some points as well. And he's linking up with Fafida. We spoke about Fafida a lot in the second row pod. Uh, the only risk for Tanner Boyd is that you've got Toby Sexton lurking around. Um, if yeah. things don't go his way in the first couple of weeks, maybe Holbrook with his job on the line does something brash and drops Tanner Boyd if it's not his fault or whatever and brings in Sexton to try and save his career or something. But, um, yeah, there's too many positives to not pick Tanner Boyd. He hasn't, as soon as they got named that he was going to be the number seven and he was going to be on the right next to uh, David Fafita, he's a lock and load for me. I haven't taken him out. Yeah, me too. It's such a juicy price. Like it's not even like, I love the way that he's going to play and he's going to be good for the side, but he's also 380k. Um, Obviously you don't have him in the halfback spot. No, I have a hooker and that's the beauty of having that, that duel. Um, Yeah. So it's, I've got Brandon Smith, as I mentioned in the hooker pod, I've got Brandon Smith and Tanner Boyd hooker, but yep. we'll talk about him here as well because, yeah, great option. Yeah. So I've got Tanner Boyd there, but that's allowed me, and these pods have come out by now, that's allowed me to have Reese Robson and Ruben Cotter. Um, yep. 
Yeah, and I hope to step up into Nico. I will not go the year without having Nico in my team, but I hope he leaks a few points and leaks a bit of money these first three rounds against these really hard teams. Like, if you've got Nico in your team, you've got to ride the wave. He's a little bit inconsistent, but great things happen from that. Like, he's got 180 in him. He's probably got a 200 in him this year. But, yeah, he might get 50 or 60 some weeks and you've got the C on him and, yeah, you'll pull your hair out. So Yeah, that's right. No, I'm, I'm very aware of the fact that he might leak some cash, but at the, only, at the end of the day, you only lose money when you sell. Yeah, uh, I don't plan on moving him on at all. Um, yeah. Best player in the game last year. So, mate, let's. Um, that's the top four most owned. Anybody else uh, is sub 10%. So yep. no we'll move on. Yeah, we'll move on from that. Um, let's move on to the premium options. How much is this, Marie? It's very expensive. And Heinz and Cleary are the most expensive halves combo that you'll have, and we've just talked about them. So we can probably move past them, but um, take us through to our next guy, mate. Yeah, uh, Mitchell Moses from Para, uh, 738K, had a fantastic year, took him to the grand final last year. And, yeah, he's 4% owned. A um, bit of a pod play. I don't know if you really need to get too spicy with pods. Like, you're not losing to start the year. I think he's somebody that you could look at, you know, if you find yourself behind and you really want to make some big plays to move up. And Moses has a bit of a really good run. Um, he's coming off a lot of try assists last year. Um, he's a goal kicker in one of the best sides in the comp. Uh, he did lose IPAP, uh, which was a big appeal last season. I think he's just a little bit too much money to start off with. Um, you know, he, he's not even somebody that I really even looked at. What's his draw look like, Brainer? Awful. Um, so they've got the Storm, the Sharks, Manly, Penrith, <sighs> and the Roosters in the first five rounds. That's the toughest draw in the competition, I think, for the first five. The, the appeal for Moses and for any eel, I guess, that you're looking at is that they play all three of the major buy rounds, round 13, 16, and 19. So he's one of the guys that, yes, they have a tough draw. I'd probably look at someone from the Eels around round six or seven when that draw yep. starts to ease up a little bit, knowing that you're going to have them for the three toughest periods through that origin period. So Yeah, I wonder if if it looks like – hopefully it doesn't take me this long to get Nico in, but I wonder if I've got Tanner Boyd, you know, Moses comes back in price, I can – plug him in for a little while until I can step up to a Nico. Maybe Nico plays Origin um, off the bench, which is the most annoying spot for Supercoach. I think he does, personally. I think Jack Whiten is a more suited utility that can play more multiple positions. Um, they've seen that Freddie Fittler's preferred Whiten in that utility role off the bench. Um it's hard to see where Nico can slot into this lineup unless they blow the whole thing up, which again is a is a reality considering they lost the series yep. last year. So pa Pappy's not going to be there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Oh, he might be coming good by then. You never yeah. know. Said round eight, I think they're predicted. So yeah, same questions were coming up last year where he was coming back from injury and they were <laughs> attempting to pick him. So yeah, might do so it again. I will note that Hines was the eighteenth man and did miss some time over that Origin period, regardless. If, if we count a 10-game period through from 10th to 20s and Hines misses two games, it's very possible that Mitch Moses scores as many points. I'm not even looking at Mitch Moses, but I'm just saying it has some merit. 
And again, we just mentioned that Mitch Moses scored the second most amount of points in the halfback position last year because Cleary missed a fair bit of time. So if you're looking at total points, obviously that's one aspect. Um, but I don't, don't think you ever think this one. I think it's don't pretty... spear, don't spear tackle kids. That's the moral of the story. Yeah, you tell your mate Scomo. He uh, <laughs> did that did that pretty well last year. Uh, you had Jerome Hughes at one point last year, didn't you? Yes, yes. Uh, through so the origin period. You see someone you're looking at again? I'm warning to, warming to it. I said it in the uh, – he's 4% owned, 720K, sorry, and I'm warming to it because he's basically always scored 0.9 PPM and he's just going to be one constant for this Storm team where Munster's going to go away to origin. Pappy's not going to be there to start. Um, Welch is coming back from injury. Mate, he could just steer this ship and score really well. He's a Kiwi. He doesn't play origin. Um, yeah, if I see him thriving without Pappy, he could be that same link man that I need to get to Hines. Like, I think you might leak a bit of cash in Hines in those first couple of weeks. I hope you don't. Um, but if you do, then... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm hoping making money out of Tanner Boyd, I'm going to need this link, man, and it's going to probably come in one of these spots. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, mate, the, the other two guys that we have here that are in that premium price range are Daily Cherry Evans at 2% owned at 693 and Sam Walker at 623. If you ask me to choose between one of those two, I'm taking Sam Walker every day of the week. The reason for this is because that Roosters draw is so good in the first three rounds. They've got the Dolphins, they've got New Zealand Warriors, and they've got Souths. Like, Souths isn't exactly an easy one, but their first two rounds. You could probably pod captain Sam Walker, knowing that the Roosters are going to put up some points. Um, he's got a low create, though. I feel like he can take a step up this year. I feel like he's probably that guy that's been given the keys to Bondi and um, they're going to be backing him to lead this team around the park. And I feel like he, I think this is his third or fourth season now. So he's ready to take that next step up. And I feel like it could be this year. Yeah. I felt that way last year and added him in my team and got a, I didn't get burnt. It was just a bit of a slow burn. I expect, I thought that I'd hit it out of the park starting with Sam Walker and you know, the roosters weren't as good as we thought last year through no fault of their own, really. Um, you know, Crichton was coming off the bench and there was, yeah, there was a lot, a lot of negative things coming out of Bondi, but at 620K, he, 
I'd probably look to him to start the season over Jerome Hughes and over Mitchell Moses and Cherry Evans. I'm not looking at Cherry Evans. I've started with him before in years, and he does exactly as advertised on the box. And I'd love some upside. And Sam Walker has it in spades. Yeah, yep, definitely. I agree. Uh, mate, and other expensive guys that are 600 plus K that we won't bother talking about. Adam Reynolds, uh, yep. we talked about him on the Broncos podcast. Injured again to start the season, so that's a fade for me. Sean O'Sullivan at the Dolphins, please don't. Um, no, for me. Yeah, and uh, Jamal Fogarty over at the Raiders. Brano, did you have Jamal Fogarty last year? Weird question. I did. Um, I did for the last couple of rounds. I just took him as a bit of a pod to try and get as close to the top 100 as possible. There was a bit of upside with him. Like The Raiders had a really good draw to end the season. Obviously, goal-kicking for the Raiders. Um yeah, it was, it was an absolute Hail Mary, really, just to see if I could find a point of difference, and it didn't really work the way I wanted it to. But, yeah, no no chance I'm looking at him at his price. I liked it. It didn't hurt you, really. No. Mate, I still finished 340th. I mean, uh, the reason I, I don't care if I finish 900th or, you know, have a crack at the 100, there's no real difference there. So yep. um, worth a crack. Mate, that's um, that's the primos. Let's Done step into the mid-range. All right. Um Go for it. Take us away. So I usually love the mid-range, but I don't when it comes to halfbacks. I just don't want to muck around uh, with what I see is probably the second most position, the second most important position in Supercoach. Somebody maybe I'd have half an eye on if we got an extra slot and halfback is Jackson Hastings. Um, Goal-kicking halfback, new team. I actually really like him. <laughs> I think he's, I think he's just, I'd have him in my team, um, and I just really hope he does well. Uh, but he would have had to be probably 100K cheaper for me to look at him and probably in that Tanner Boyd range uh, for me to look at him at some of the other options, only having two halfbacks. Um, what do you think of Jacko? As a Tigers fan, I loved Jackson Hastings last year. I loved everything that he did for us. The guy put his heart on the line, his body on the line every single week. Um, I, I was disappointed to see him go. Um, in saying that, super coach wise, I don't know whether is what we need. Uh, it's a really <laughs> awkward price, and all of these mid price maniacs that we talk about are a really awkward price. They they're between the four hundred to six hundred mark. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably looking elsewhere. You're either um, generating cash or you've got Nico and Cleary, right? Essentially, essentially, um, three more guys, mate. That sit in that mid-range bracket. Benny Hunt. Yeah, um, tell, tell us, tell us. let's lead into or, Origin Game 3. What do you think? I was sitting there, row three. You would have enjoyed yourself in that one. Oh, How good was he? Honestly, all oh. of last year, though, to be fair, he, that, essentially nearly a Dally M winner last year. Came second in Dally M votes. Imagine if he played for a team like the Broncos. Imagine. Imagine, imagine, imagine if he could catch balls off the kickoff as well. Probably have an extra championship under his belt, an extra premiership. Oh, but at least I'll always have origin. You will. You can have that. No, he played well. He played really well. Um, he scored sixty plus in fifty-two percent of his games last season. Um, I don't think he can improve on that year. Not going, with the squad that's around him. Nah, we talk very openly about the fact we think that the Dragons are going to be in the bin this year. It's going to be a real tough year for them. So, yeah, Benny Hunt, no thanks. I'd rather um, you, not me. I've, um, I'm not going to mention the dragons again. <laughs> <laughs> Shawnee Johnson, mate. 
456,000 at 1% owned. Oh, I mean, it's a risky play, but <laughs> would like you just salivate at the thought of having Sean Johnson at his best for 450k? But <clears throat> sorry, last year was his worst PPM ever at 0.6, but he has always averaged around that 0.9. I think the Warriors have a lot of players, and I've said it a lot in the Warriors podcast. They have a lot of people that want to be in New Zealand now. Look, they got rid of, you know, Reese Walsh. They got blokes like CNK, uh, just blokes that bleed, bleed black. And if he can get up to where he was around that 0.8, 0.9, and he can stay on the park, he could be a really good op- option if you're anti-potting a couple guys. Um, you know, he's going to play around the origin period. You can find yourself with some money, maybe maybe make a little bit if he's come back from an injury and dropped a bit. It's not someone I'm looking at, but we've got to talk about something. Yeah. Speaking of having to talk about something, I noticed that you put a player in here, um, <laughs> the last mid-range option. So my notes for this player, gross, no. And that's Anthony Milford. 427,000 at 3%. What's your thinking behind even adding him to this list? I wanted to see your reaction. Yeah, you, you can go to the bin for that one. I think we've had a sim bin each tonight. That's a stinker. Um, Dolphins are going to be bad. Uh, he hasn't been relevant for a few years. If the Dolphins aren't bad, he is only 420k. I don't know. I do know. It's a no. But we, like, we're not going to be right on everything. Um, maybe the Dolphins have, maybe Wayne Bennett is the Gandhi of coaching and the Dolphins are good. Remember everybody riding the Cowboys off last year saying that they were going to be a bottom eight team. Yeah. Um, and then we ended up looking at all of their outside backs at Tuolungi and we had Val Holmes and we had Cotter and we had Taumalolo and half my team was bloody Cowboys by the end of the year. <laughs> so um, you never know, the Dolphins might come out and make top four and prove us all wrong. Yeah, we have talked enough about Anthony Milford. Move on. Tanner Boyd, uh, I, I guess we've talked about as well. But before we yeah. bef- before we do, mate, um, let's move into uh, I guess the rest of the cheapy options. Um, do you yeah. want to kick us off with the first one? Look, my first one was Tanner Boyd, and I think you're hitting it out of the park if you have a Tanner Boyd. But for the sake of talking about somebody else who is seven percent owned, Lachlan Ilias. And I think you just need to note that any 360K player in a good team, and he's a playmaker, should be at least watched. I expect more. F- I expected more from him last year, much like Sam Walker. Um, obviously, Sam Walker's a better player. But if this is the year he surges and comes into his own, uh, we could see that 7% rise. My worry is that it's Walker, Cook, Latrell's world, and Lachlan Ilias is just existing in it. Yeah, I'm not. He's not someone I've looked at at all through the preseason. I mean, I think he'll be better than he was last year. I think he's going to take a natural step up in his development. Yeah. Um, but we know Cody Walker runs his team. We know that they love that sweeping play down the left with Walker to Latrell to Johnston. They'll use that all day until it stops working. Um, do you I don't think see him if, going right that often. Do you think if Cody Walker was injured, then Lachlan Ilias would be a play? Um. I don't know whether he has a very super coach friendly game. Okay. Um, I don't think I would look at him. Look, honestly, to wrap up these cheapies, we've got guys like Jock Madden, Ronald Volkman, Isaiah yeah. Cole, we've already made our feelings uh, very well known, and, and Braden Trindle. Like, 
you need if you're going cheap, you're getting Tanner Boyd, yep. or you're finding a premium option. It's as simple yep. as that. I think if we if we start to you know, we're going to talk about guys like Jock Madden, unless Adam Reynolds goes down for the season, you yep. maybe look at him then. Um, but yeah, it, I think a lot of these guys are not really in the calculations early on. We know that we're working with guys like Tanner Boyd, Hines, Cleary, and maybe a pod option in the premium realm that we've already talked about. Yep. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, look like Jock Madden. Gee, look good in that trial. And I think he is a contingency plan. I think it is if Adam Reynolds goes down for the year, they want a good football player. And yeah, I think I think he's the. I think he's going to plug in and you know keep bums on seats so that so that everybody goes there. They need everybody healthy if they're going to compete for a championship. But yeah, that's that's why he's there. Ron and Volkman, that's why he's there. Um, they looked ordinary without Tamari Martin in the squad, actually, the Warriors. Yeah, they did. They struggled. And, I mean, look, if SJ or Tamari Martin go down, Volkman becomes pretty relevant. But, again, <laughs> we're relying on injuries. So <laughs> You messaged me and said that. And um, I said, yeah, if Tamari Martin's wife's in labour for, like, five weeks, then Ron and Volkman becomes relevant. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's so it. I'm just hilarious. So. It's it's good that we get a look at Ronald Volkman um, because I think he's got a lot of potential in the future to be um, a pretty solid five eight. Um, it's just a bit too early for him, I think. Yeah, and New Zealand's not a destination where they're gonna, you know, buy in Mitchell Moses. Um, no, that's yeah, right. They've got it. They've got to build from within. So, yeah, Braden Trindle on the list, two percent owned. Should be zero percent owned. Yeah, he got a wired. he got a run in that All Stars game and looked worse than what even I thought. So yeah, no good, no good. You got to look elsewhere for sure. Yep, you have to plug Tanner Boyd in, and you pick either Cleary or Hines. Um, yep. it's it's too risky to go against one of those or both of those guys. I know people antipotting Cleary. I think that's insane. Not um, at eight forty three. You take Cleary, take his first three weeks, get him up to nine hundred k and antipot him if you want to. Yep. I agree. Mate, that pretty much wraps up the halfback. Pretty simple, like we said at the start. Um, mate, your heart, who do you have in the halves at the moment? Yeah, so I've got Cleary. Um, I think yep. it's a no-brainer. And I've got Tanner Boyd. So. Yeah, cool. Uh, like yep. I said, it allows me to have, what is it, 600K? It allows me to have Cotter. It allows me to have Robson. And it allows me to have a premium center wing just by that one small change. I will own Nico Hines, but I hopped on a calculator and I reckon between those three guys from GPs, um, yeah, that's why we play the game so that you, so that you have a different team. And uh, yeah, you've mentioned a hundred times what yours is. So uh, what's it? Don't need to touch on mine, mate. But uh, <laughs> if you've made it this long, thanks for, thanks for watching us on YouTube or, or listening. Um, make sure to hit that follow button, hit the subscribe, turn those notifications on so you can keep up to date with all of our positional analysis and all of our podcasts throughout the season as we as we come up to Team List Tuesday. There'll be plenty of talking points once we hit that Team List, so make sure to keep an eye out for those. Uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Catch you later. Thank you.